Hello and welcome to the Encounter Mercy Podcast. I'm your host, Vince Dragone, and I have with me Father Andy Boyd, as usual. And for a second time now on the podcast, we have a guest, Father Joe Patron. How's it going? I think, it, I think it's more than like the second time, but anyway. Hi, Father. Oh. Good in you, Father. Uh-oh, you're cutting out. Wh- which one of us? Uh, Joe is. Or we're gonna have to oh, all right. Just hold that microphone up a little bit, you know. Maybe clip it to your glasses. What do you think? Clip it to his glasses? Clip it to his glasses. All right. Let's see what that does. I highly doubt that's going to help. But... <laughs> He's actually doing it. <laughs> of course he is. Joe, Joe, Father Joe just does whatever. I don't think we're going to hear you. <laughs> no, let's let's put that back. All right. Yeah. Make, oh, I, I, you know, this, this microphone set, I don't know where it's at right now, but it comes with the headset, like the Rockstar Ooh. ones. I should get one of those out next time we record with this. So, so we didn't hear you, Father Joe. How 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 you been? In there, clipping uh, microphones to my glasses, all that fun stuff, you know. <laughs> so, how's the uh, the priest life treating you? How long you been a priest now? It has been five months now already. Wow, hard to believe. And uh, last time I was on the podcast, I was just at a temporary assignment at St. Luke's. That's right. Two months ago already, I moved to St. George, which is still in Erie, so I'm still close to the family and loving life as a priest. It's one of the biggest parishes in the diocese, so they've really got me doing a lot of work now. Nice. Nice. Well, I'm, I'm glad things are working out for you. That's a fantastic parish. Uh, we've been there a couple of times, and we've enjoyed every time we've we've gone. So I think you're going to like it there. A little bit yep. for our listeners is... Uh, Father Joe is is being uh, tortured by you know spending uh, some time with me because he, he was going to go on vacation and then life happens and so he said hey could I uh I come spend a week with you I'm like if you want to suffer I mean I, I I live a very austere life you know uh, Vince <laughs> it's just so it's it's work and penance and um just pain and suffering yeah with your what your Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> and henry don't forget about henry oh yeah henry yeah he's he's not he is so happy to have someone else here in the house so i'm just uh grateful that uh father joe decided to come spend some time with me uh we had a lot of good times together in seminary so it's kind of just uh it's good you know it's good to have a, another brother in the house so welcome to saint mary's rectory well sort of the haunted house yes that's true <laughs> that's another story for another day yeah, well, just keep our listeners guessing, I suppose. So uh, we're going to get, let's get right into the topic here. Uh, so today we're discussing uh, angels and demons. And and no, I'm, I'm not talking about the corny Nicolas Cage movie when I say angels and demons. And I will just put everyone at ease there because I don't think anybody wants to rehash that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was talking with Father Joe about this and we were discussing it. And um, well, we were doing some research on this topic as well, because uh, as much as we know, it's still good to have it in front of you. I said to Father, uh, don't Google search angels and demons Catholic, because all it is is all these really stupid articles from 2009 about that horrible movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like Nicolas Cage. He seems like a cool guy, but like it's just his movies are so corny. Like, so, so corny. I have to say I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Well I read the book, but I didn't watch the movie. Yeah, I, I don't I don't yeah. don't put it on your list unless you really have nothing <laughs> no. to do. But uh but but anyway, uh father fathers, what are angels? You take this one, Father Joe. You're the newly All ordained. Right. I'm gonna make you take this one. Such a well, uh 
the word angel actually comes from the Greek and literally translated, it means one who is sent. So angels are uh, spirits that are sent by God, uh, typically to assist us in uh, you know whatever God is asking us to do and uh, to, to guard us. We have our guardian angels and they just, you know, their mission is to worship God and to help us here on earth do the same. So it's nice having someone who is theologically trained and actually took his studies a little bit better than me because <laughs> having him be able to translate that Greek, uh, I, I should have failed Greek. I'm going to be very honest. So <laughs> what a wonderful oh, thing. I thought, uh, thank I you, brother. I straight A students, but I guess not. Uh, mm, C stands for caller <laughs> in any event. So, but yeah, uh, but I, I read in the, in the catechism, um, it talks about St. Augustine and how he describes, uh, is it Augustine or Augustine? Cause I've heard it a, a thousand different ways. So, I, I, so never, the city in Florida is Augustine. The person from Africa in the 400s is Augustine. Okay. So that's really just my Americanism coming out really probably <laughs> only only americans say saint augustine but but seeing that's that's how it's been ingrained in me i'm just going to continue with that so saint <laughs> augustine <laughs> describes the the angels uh in a in a way that helps us understand them i think a little bit better because when you think of angel you're like okay what is an angel well yeah he describes angel as um the angel is the name of their office so the name of their their job uh essentially and then spirit is the name of their nature um, and so I think that it helps kind of describe like what it is. They're, they're spirits, but what they do is uh, they serve God, and that job title, so to speak, is is angel. Would that would that be correct? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. And and I think the key thing here is to pay attention to this because um, when we're talking about angels, we're making a very clear distinction. Um, you know, so. Today, breaking fourth wall, like usual, we're, we're recording on All Souls Day. And uh, today we're praying for all of our deceased uh, brothers and sisters um, who may not have made it into heaven yet and are in purgatory. And so we're praying for their souls. We're praying for the lost souls in purgatory. Um, we're praying for the dead and those who are actively dying. Um, so when we're talking about that, when we die, we don't become angels or little birds that fly off into the outer space. Yeah. There's a song that sometimes people sing about that, but in any event, um, we, we aren't talking about, uh, dead people that are now in heaven because if they're in heaven, those are called, uh, saints. That was all yesterday, all saints day. So we're talking about a completely different, creature that god has created and it's very important it's very important that we make that distinction because uh their role and our role is different and so you know they have a different type of will just like uh, that is different from ours and so there's a big distinction there so i i like to try to uh i think it's good to lay out that right. from the beginning right we don't turn into angels when we die like in uh in tiger king when uh <laughs> When what's his, what's his name? Joe? No, is that what his name? Uh, yeah, Joe Exotic. Yeah, when he's talking, push that out of my mind. That was kind of a, <laughs> he's a talking about show. he's talking about his brother who died and and he says, well, he's an angel now. Well, no, uh, Joe, he's not. But let's pray that he's uh, in heaven or purgatory, and let's pray for his soul. Yes. 
So as we talk about angels, um, there's some very important things about angels. And uh, we also can start to, um, we, we can allude to uh, demons as well. Because what are demons but the fallen angels? So we have these creatures that God has created, and they are uh, spiritual, purely spiritual. They do not have a body, um, and it is they are given a body when there is a need for them to. For instance, um, we often picture uh, Saint, or excuse me, uh, Angel Gabriel coming to Mary in a um, well, a fat cherub is what I often just say because there's those creep. I think they're creepy. I don't know about anybody else, but those creepy little fat cherubs that fly down the they're creepy looking. Um, but really, truly angels don't have a body. They're ethereal. They're, they're, they're spiritual. Um, and they have a special intelligence and a special will that is different than ours. Um, they are personal and immortal creatures and they they surpass in perfection, all visible creatures as the splendor of the glory bears witness. Okay, so this is important. That's a that's one of the de the definition from the catechism of the Catholic Church. As purely spiritual creatures, angels have intelligence and will. They are personal and immortal creatures, surpassing in perfection all visible creatures as the splendor of their glory bears witness. It's a lot of words, it's a lot of information. But the thing to remember with this is that when we're talking about angels, we're talking about a creature that God made and it's uh, one of the creatures that was made before even heaven, uh, before the heavens and the earth was made, right? Uh, before in the creation story, before anything else was made, the angels were with God. And they are um, a different creature than us because of the fact that we are visible creatures, right? At least I think I'm visible in this moment. And this is another philosophical question that I think would just be very painful for people to go through. But the fact is like, I at least like, like I, I can slap myself there a little bit and I, I think I'm physical. Um, and there's a physical physicality around me. Although now see, this is the fun part. See, father. I just, I just want to see you keep slapping yourself. You want to do that? Okay. <laughs> ow, ow. Well, it's got to stop slapping myself anyway. Um, yeah, this is the fun part because, uh, you know, when we studied philosophy, the question now is, um, what is reality? Because that when the listener is listening to this, is there really a physical me speaking or slapping so myself at that you, moment? When you say it like that, you could be like, is there really a physical reality, man? Like, are we it, actually it, here? Then you got to imagine um, aliens. <laughs> you know? Yes. Anyway, <laughs> so... It, all of that besides the 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 uh, philo philosophical understanding of whether I'm really here or not, or is this um, audio recording of me really me, or that setting aside, we are physical creatures. Human beings, the things around us, our pets, our friends, our animals, everything around us is physical. But there's also a spiritual aspect to it, and that spiritual aspect would be what we call the soul the human soul, as well as the souls of other creatures. Um, and so it, we won't get into today the difference between an animal soul and a human soul, but there is a difference and it's important to know. Uh, Augustine is a wonderful expert on that and he will tell you why your animals are uh, not do not have human souls and why they uh, don't need to line up for confession. But 
we have a soul within us, but it's different from the soul of the angels, because uh, as we said with St. Augustine's definition, the spirit of the angels, because their nature is one that is almost as good as God because they're all knowing creatures, right? So they, they know from the moment of their creation, everything. So their will is kind of uh, a once and done thing, which is why we end up getting into um, the understanding of demons, but we'll save that for a few more minutes. So with that being said, um, the angel has, they've been around for as long as we know. They've always been there with God, worshiping God, being with God. And uh, when God created everything, they were created as well, just in a different way from the way that you and I are created. Well, and what I, what I think is really cool is it's not just when you say angel, you're kind of describing, you know, the, the choirs of angels, so the, the nine different choirs of angels. Yes. Um, and, you know, so you have your archangels, you have your... Um, Oh, geez. Cherubs, they're one of them, right? Yeah. And there's a hierarchy. Uh, there's a hierarchy in all of these, so, too, and like in oh, what they do and how they serve God. And uh, Father Joe's got the list, and it's oh, good that he has right. the list because I don't remember. Hey, I'm glad he came prepared because I totally. Yeah, <laughs> see, he's better than us. This is why he should be running the podcast, not me. <laughs> and you, I mean, hell, I, I should just take a step. I, I'm going to go go get a drink. You know, and we're going to. Yeah, you know what? Up. Father Joe, you. And Brother Barnabas and AJ, you guys got this from now on. We're just going to Oh, boy. <laughs> I'll edit the episodes for you. <laughs> no problem. Yes. So, really, you know, we said there were nine uh, classifications of angels or, or nine spheres of angels. And uh, really, that boils down into three sets of three. So the first sphere, who would be closest to God, these are the ones that you see, you know, worshiping God in the throne room. In you know all throughout Scripture, uh, the ones closest to God would be the seraphim, then the cherubim, and then the thrones, and then the second sphere would be the dominations, then the virtues, and then the powers, and the final sphere would be the principalities, the archangels, and that's you know where uh, Saint Gabriel, Saint Raphael, and Saint Michael would fit. And then the the ninth form would be the angels, and that's where our uh, guardian angels fit in. They fit into that ninth category because they're they're closest to the human sphere. And actually, uh, I believe it was last week. I was at a meeting, and someone was, you know, talking about. Uh, he used to teach uh, CCD. I think he taught eighth grade. And one of the questions that always came up was, "Okay, we all have guardian angels." How come I never see my guardian angel? I thought that was a very valid question. And uh, this gentleman decided to try and explain it. And he said, imagine you have a piece of paper laying on the table. And imagine that on that piece of paper, there's a society that only exists in two dimensions. They can go to the top and the bottom of that sheet and paper, and they can go from side to side of that sheet of paper. Now, we're looking at this piece of paper. We're very, very close to this piece of paper. But anyone who's on that piece of paper would not be able to see us. They would have no concept of our existence unless we're interfering with the paper. And just like that two-dimensional character might have some sense of us but wouldn't be able to see us, wouldn't be able to interact with us, uh, so the guardian angels are very near to us. But it's you know 
a, a good way to describe it would be like a, a different dimension from it's the the purely spiritual dimension. So they are very close to us. They do, you know, protect us and pray for us, especially. Uh, but we can't experience them in the same way that you know I'm experiencing Father Andy or uh, Henry is sleeping on the chair beside me here. I th- I thought that was a a great insight into you know how the spiritual element interacts amongst us. It's it's important too. I think you know bringing up that idea and understanding of um, now. I am not a scientist in any sense of the word scientist. I think science is great. I, you know, one of my favorite classes in high school was chemistry. Um, but that has nothing to do with this. Um, but in the understanding of space, time and reality, which we have to remember God created, um, you know, we have these different dimensions as father Joe was mentioning. It would make sense then when we start talking about heaven, because what is heaven. We often say, no, heaven is here. Heaven is now, but yet it's still something that is different, right? It's something else. It's not just the physical because it's not the physical and yet it can be the physical. So it it can be very confusing. So, but the thing that I, you know, relating it to this would be that when we talk about going to heaven or being in heaven, um, the people that are in heaven could be here right now, right? They could be because where is heaven? It's not some far distant place. It's not somewhere that we don't know because what does Christ say? I am going somewhere to prepare a place for you and you know the way. And then the disciples say, no, Lord, we don't know the way. We don't know where you're going. He says, yes, you do. And so when we start talking about, you know, these realms, it's just the idea that heaven is a spiritual realm and who is in heaven. Well, we have the angels and the saints in heaven. And so, you know, these are, um, it can be very confusing, but just think of it as a spiritual realm, uh, that has no physical physicality transcends at the space moment. And time. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and the keys there is at the moment, it has no physicality at the moment, because we're not saying that the angels are going to all of a sudden become physical beings, but we know that, as we are told, the new heaven and the new earth is going to be different, and that's when all of that gets a new physicality to it. So, with that being said, we have these angels that are in a spiritual realm with God. And so, uh, we have, these are all very important distinctions in our understanding of our faith, because it allows us to now start to understand scripture in a better way. And um, the reason why I had suggested this topic is because of a reading that came up a few days back. And this reading is from the uh, letter of Paul to the Ephesians. And he says in this reading, and I'll just read a section of it because it's, it's very interesting. Brothers and sisters, draw your strength from the Lord and from his mighty power. Put on the armor of God so that you may be able to stand firm against the tactics of the devil. For our struggle is not with flesh and blood. Now, here's the interesting part for me. So pay attention to the next part because I'm going to repeat that first part. But this is very interesting because of what Father Joe had just read for us in that list. For our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities, 
with the powers, with the world rulers of this present darkness, with the evil spirits in the heavens. Now, that to me is very interesting. And, and often I think we miss what he's talking about because if we actually pay attention and Father Joe, you mentioned that principalities and powers are levels of angels. Right. right. So, wait a minute. If our struggle is with these principalities and powers, these angels, what, 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 hang on, why are we fighting with angels? Well, it's, there's, a, there's a very interesting thing here. Scripture doesn't distinguish good angels from bad angels in, in so far as saying good angels are angels and bad angels are demons. Um, they do say evil spirits in the heavens. Later on in this same line here, it says, with the evil spirits in the heavens. So we have to start to understand and think about, wait a minute, what's the difference between an angel and a demon? Because the first thing to understand is that demons are angels, but demons are fallen angels. If we go back to our study of angels and demons and demonology in the church, we'll come to understand that, remember... Lucifer, which means light bearer, was the greatest of all the angels. Uh, and and please, Father Joe, tell me when I mess up so that way I, I correct my heresies. I don't I don't, okay. yeah, don't want to be too he's heretical. He's not trying to be a heretic. He's just a C student. So <laughs> I, I'm not. Remember, I'm not the scholar. This I, I should have never been the one brought onto this podcast because I'm I'm not the scholar. But from what I do know, Lucifer, meaning light bearer is the greatest of all the angels. And he was essentially God's second in command. And Lucifer, as we hear about the fact um, that angels have are a surpassed perfection of all visible creatures, Lucifer became upset that God put his trust in human beings, that he made us, remember, that's the keys, he made us in his image and likeness. He didn't make the angels in his image and likeness. There's nowhere that it says that he made angels in his image and likeness. He made us in his image and likeness. And yes, we are lesser creatures in the understanding of the hierarchy of creatures. Angels are higher than us. So Lucifer becomes upset with God because he made us in his image and likeness, and yet we are lesser creatures. And so Lucifer has fallen from God's grace. And as we hear, uh, do you know where in scripture it's at? Uh, 144,000 stars fall from the sky. Yeah. See this once again, Father Joe is our scripture scholar because he he should. I hope one day. I hope you get your uh, doctorate in sacred theology and scripture because this guy is he's the one to go to. Uh, <laughs> honestly, if you want anything, find Father Joe. He'll tell you about scripture. He'll set oh, you goodness. straight. Um, not to blow to his ego or anything. It's just he's that good. So with the angels falling from God's grace, the stars falling from the sky we have this new creation, essentially, even though it's not. It's these angels that have fallen from God's grace, which we now call evil spirits or demons. Hey, and, and I, so want, these- I want to stop you right there. And, you know, if you're, just, if you're just coming to this, you're like, okay, but if God made angels, how could they fall? How could they not be, how did God not make them so that they're 
only loyal to him. Like it's hard to wrap your head around this until you, you know, you look at the same thing he does with us. You know, God loves us so much that he gives us the freedom to reject him. And right. it's the same freedom was given to the angels. And while some of them were envious of God and his power and maybe what he, how he created us and they turned their back on him. And, and, you know, as you mentioned, Father Andy, Satan was one of them. And it's, and it's, it's, it's not because it's God's fault. It's God gave them free will, just like he gave free will to us. And we can choose God or we can reject God. And unfortunately now they're, you know, they're in hell and that's, um, there's no redemption from that. Just as we believe if, if a human goes to hell after they die, you know, they're there for eternity. Um, and it, it's the same thing with, with the demons. And it, it's just one thing, like, I always had a hard time understanding that, like, why did God even let that happen? If he's all powerful, why, you know, why couldn't he just say, nope, you're going to be perfect with me forever? Um, but it's even more beautiful and perfect when you think that God gives us that freedom, that we don't, we're not bound to, uh, you know, to praise, to praise God. Um, if we choose to, we can reject him. And that's what's amazing. He could be a tyrant, but he's not. Yeah. And it's important to also pay attention in this section, uh, when we're talking about this is that, um, the free will that we have exists within time. Now, all right, so time for uh, blowing people's minds again. I, I've talked about this before, about how when we step into the mass, we step out of time and we spe- uh, step out of this space and we enter into a new time and a new space. And it doesn't make sense, but yet it still is the truth. Angels live in timelessness. They live outside of time just like God. So angels see everything all at once just like God does because they are without physicality. The, and so the reason why that's important is because God gives all of his creatures free will in so far as certain things, and we'll get into that at another day. But the point is, is that God gives his creatures free will. Even the angels have free will. But because they exist outside of, of space and time, their will is a once and done thing because they know what's going to happen. They know from the very beginning. They don't have to learn anything. They're given that knowledge. And so they were, they, their will is a once and done. The difference with us is, is we learn, right? I don't know anybody that came out of the womb being able to know everything like God does. You know, God is the only one that can do that. So when we come out of the womb, we're not the same as when we are when we die. At least I pray, right? Um, as someone who is able to live a full life and uh, take an opportunity to learn and go through life, it, you know, if we go through life remaining at the uh, mindset of a toddler, we're not doing anything positive for ourselves. But the point is that we learn, we change, we grow, and we have an opportunity to encounter God in a new way each day. And so with that encounter and our change in our lives with this encounter, we can either follow God and do his will, or we can fall away from God and do against his will. And so when we fall away from God and do against his will, we are not doomed like the angels who are once and done. We actually have an opportunity to come back to God when we have sinned and we have failed and receive his grace and his mercy. And so, you know, 
you, we don't want to say, well, we're better than angels because we're not. But in the same breath, we have something that the angels don't. In fact, the angels don't even get to receive Christ in his body, blood, soul, and divinity because they can't. There's no physicality to them. There's no, you know, if, uh, think about this in this way. Um, do you remember Casper, the friendly ghost? Oh, yeah. And, and do you remember, I love that movie, and I thought it was so funny. But do you remember when um, Casper and I think it's his three uncles, I don't remember, but the other three ghosts in the story are eating in the kitchen? And it's just, just it's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all that br- uh, brown goop that just falls out of them after they eat all that food. Well, I mean, if you think about it that way, there's kind of like angels. If they tried to eat God in the Eucharist, they, where would it go? Well, I can't. It can't. We actually can consume God. You know, uh, the in in the uh, words of institution, Christ says to gnaw. Uh, what's what language are we talking there? Greek. Greek. Okay. And what is the, do you remember the word? Okay. I'm putting him on the spot. I was going to say, but he knows it better than me. Greek. So, but the word that we're saying about in the Eucharist, when Christ says, take this, all of you and eat of it for this is my body. When he says eat of it, he's not saying, you know, let this piece of bread dissolve in your mouth. No, he's saying, take this and chew on it and, and really consume it. And we can do that because we're physical, but, Angels can't. Angels can't. And so we have that experience that is different from angels. But it doesn't make us better or us any worse, especially because God has set us aside for special things, just like he set the angels aside. So, you know, it's important that we pay attention to uh, this understanding of angels and demons, not to be afraid of them, because um, afraid in the fact of like, um, being afraid of them and feeling like we're doomed because they're scary creatures. We should revere them because angels are another creature of God, but we should revere them in the same way that we, um, revere another brother and sister, not to be afraid of them because they don't have power over us. They don't have any power that, uh, unless we give it to them. And, and that's the key. And so paying attention to this is that God is the one with all the power. God is the one that has all of the authority. And so we pray to the angels just the same way we pray to the saints, asking them for their intercession so that we might have protection from uh, evil and that the Lord would call us into uh, his safety. We hear about this in the prayer to St. Michael. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him. We're talking about Lucifer. We humbly pray. And do thou, O prince of the heavenly host, Michael, do thou, O prince of the heavenly host, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls. So we have these angels St. Michael, St. Gabriel, St. Raphael, but we also have our guardian angels. And there are hundreds and millions and trillions and Googles of angels. And it's just, we don't know how many there are and we don't need to know, but we know that they are here with us in some way. And they are here guiding us and praying for us and leading us. And we're all part of the body of Christ. So yes, the saints, the angels in all their glory, and and God and Jesus and we're and we're all and we're, we're all created for for a certain task, and it's like um, when you're mentioning you know don't be afraid of the angels 
you know, their might be a little bit different. It's like it's like having a coworker that works in a different department than you. You know, you're not you're not better than them. They're not really better than you. You're you guys are all working towards the same goal. I'd be at just a, a maybe you have you have a different job um, if you want to compare it that way. But uh, at the end of the day, God created all of us for a reason, and we're gonna eventually see that reason um, at at some point in our lives, God willing. Father Andy, you're not coming through at all. Completely cut out. Both of you. All right, guys, I guess this is where we're going to wrap it up. I think we uh, we hit most of our topic anyway. Um, so uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, you can find us on www.encountermercy.com. You can find us. Uh, please subscribe to... Uh, to us on all podcast uh, listening uh, sites that you you download your podcast from. So iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, uh, Spotify, just about everything you can find us. So make sure you subscribe so we come right to you every single week. And we are trying to get more uh, voices onto the podcast so that you can hear more than just Father Andy and myself. Uh, So uh, please uh, continue to listen. And I'm hoping that we get better as we go here. Uh, And and thank you for listening. We really thank you for listening. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again next week. So until then, cheers. Cheers.